Hey everyone, before I get into the podcast, I just would like to give a moment of silence for the death of Gabby Petito. I don't think I addressed this in the last episode, um, my apologies for that, but I think, um, I think this is something that was very tragic, um, from what I know, Gabby Petito was abused and murdered and... The only suspect as of right now is her ex-fiance and he has not spoken, he has not contact- contacted her family, he has not done anything thus far. So I think um, I think we should all take a moment of silence and um, in honor and in memory of her. All right, guys, let's get the podcast started, and I hope you enjoy. That was for you guys, as always. Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of A Living Contradiction with me, your host, Evelise. Um... Yeah, let's get into it. Um, I am so beyond tired. Well, if I'm being technical, my body's tired. My mind isn't really tired. My mind is awake, but my body's tired. Um, today was a pretty productive day for me. I had online classes all day today. And um, in between those classes, I made... I made a meal. I made a HelloFresh meal. It was it was like rice, carrots, and meatballs, but it had like this Korean barbecue um, seasoning to it. And uh, I'm not going to lie, like I put too much salt, <laughs> so um, now I can't enjoy it. But whoever really likes whoever likes really salty um things can have it so there you go oh there goes the siren so um yeah that's one of the perks of living in new york city you get to hear sirens and ambulance and and the fire trucks and it's just ugh, it's amazing nothing like new york right it's amazing um but yeah, I had class, online class all day, and I made a meal, and it was like, after I made the HelloFresh meal, I was just absolutely tired. I started getting a headache because I wanted to take a nap, but I had another class, and I had to pay attention. It wasn't one of those classes where you could just like have the laptop open and go back to sleep. Because trust me, I have classes like that, but it's just like with this one, I really needed to pay attention. Um, so yeah, so I had to stay awake, but it's all good because after that, I put my laundry in the dryer and I took myself a little nappy nap, um, but I was reading a book. Um, actually, interesting enough, that's what I've been getting into, reading. Isn't that fun? Shouldn't we all be reading instead of being on our phones? Yeah, I know. It it's hard to read, especially for me. Like I 
am just one. Well, first of all, I can't sit still. So if whatever I'm reading or whatever I'm watching isn't that interesting to me, I'm going to be multitasking. Like I'll watch it. But I'll also be like on my phone on TikTok or I'll be editing a video and just have whatever's on in the background. And if I'm reading, then then that's a whole nother story. I just won't read because like you can't like play a book in the background unless if it's an audiobook. But um, yeah, it's very hard for me to pay attention to one thing Um Unless if it's super, super entertaining, I have to be like hooked on it in order to, in order to be watching it and only watching that. Um, And then with reading, reading is just like a hundred times more difficult because it's like when I read, I like to imagine what's happening in my brain. I think we all kind of do that, but I like to imagine what what's going on. So, but in order to do that, I got to make up characters, you know? And then sometimes the book, it doesn't explain the features of a character or what the character is like until later on in the book. You know what I mean? Like that's why I like Wattpad stories so much better because sometimes they just tell you what the vision is. Sometimes they like they tell you, okay, so the girl's name is Brittany and she has she's a ginger and she really likes soccer. And then like for the guy, it's like his name is Brian and he likes rock me. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like it's easier that way. I like to be able to have summaries or detailed descriptions of the characters first so that way I'm able to envision it um so yeah because if not then as I read I'm like I'm building the character as I read and like I'm not a big fan of that um that's the first thing about it the second thing about reading is that it's just it's just kind of hard to read and a word that you don't recognize just pops up and you're like, what the hell does this mean? And obviously we could always go on our phones, search up the definition, but I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, like Because if I go on my phone as I'm reading a book, you already know it's going to happen. I'm not going to continue reading the book. Once I search for that definition, I'm going to be like, oh, well, maybe I should check my Instagram for a little bit or or maybe I should check TikTok real quick. And then checking TikTok real quick goes to five hours on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like it, I mean, I love social media, but sometimes I dislike it because it wastes so much time. But, oh, it's just... Like, like, that's what's hard about reading is when I read and I don't understand something, it throws me off because I'll try to ignore it. I'll try to be like, you know what? I'll come back to that definition. Maybe I'll find it out through context, context clues. And yeah, I'll figure it out. 
but then I can't. My brain is stuck on that word, and then I'm not able to concentrate. You know, it's a little difficult. And then it ha- the book has to be specific to what I like, to what type of genres I like. And the ones that I really, really like is, like, the romance novels. It's, like, you know, where... It's a girl and a guy and they fall in love and then a tragedy happens and, you know, like drama and stuff like that. Romance drama. That's what I like. Um, um, Excuse me. I told you guys I'm tired. Um, So, yeah, that's what's hard. And you know what? In high school, that's why I never liked reading Shakespeare and stuff like that, because, oh my gosh, the language that he would use in his, in his stories, in his books, it was just like, or plays, it was just like, what the fuck is this guy saying? Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Shakespeare, because like, obviously he's a legend, but... Oh my gosh, it was so difficult to understand, especially, um, it was Romeo and Juliet, that was like, what the hell is going on? I kid you not, for me, you know, I, I, you know, I'm intelligent, I'm smart, but it's like, sometimes I have slow moments, and I need a person to really dumb it down for me like dumb it down in a way where it's like you're trying to explain life to a toddler type of thing that's how I am with when reading Shakespeare or reading any semi-difficult book you know I don't like all these descriptive terms and 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 all that like especially if I don't understand it it gets me annoyed and I'm not able to finish the book like how I want to. I feel like just get to the point and let me know what's going on. I don't care if if you sound unprofessional. Just let me know what the hell's going on because I'm not understanding shit. So yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my dilemma with books. Um... I really hope some people can relate because I know, but the thing is here, okay, here's the thing, right? This book that I read in junior year of high school, um, it was in psychology class. It was called Beautiful Boy. Loved the book. It was, and and, and you know what's crazy? It wasn't even, it, it was about love, but it wasn't necessarily romance. It wasn't between a guy and a girl and they fall in love. It was more so between a father and a son and them going through a lot of hardships and, um, and, um, I, I don't really want to spoil the book in case if anyone wants to read it, but I'll give a brief description. So, um, if anyone hasn't seen the movie Beautiful Boy with Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet, it is, um, well, it, it's basically that, and it, it's based off of a, of a book uh, by a real person. His name is, I think, David Chef. I think David Chef is the father, and Nick Chef is the son. And Nick, um, he becomes an addict um, to crystal meth, and the story is told through his father's perspective on like how he tried to understand his son and and how he tried to understand addiction and 
and um and all the trials and tribulations that they went through together and it was just oh my gosh wow it brought me to tears you know um and it wasn't hard to understand it was so clear and um that's what I really appreciated about the book it wasn't it it wasn't like you was trying to like uh sugarcoat things you know he wasn't trying to um to make things seem like 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 paint like a fancy gloss over everything like no it was raw it was genuine and and it was it what's it called it was raw it was genuine and it was just reality too like it was straight to the point like this is what happened and that's this this is how I felt during this time and this is what I went through and this is what I thought of and it was just like wow like like you would think that you was living in this man's brain because <laughs> it was just that clear. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's certain books that really capture my attention and certain movies that capture my attention. Um, so yeah, but if anyone has any book recommendations, please let me know. Um, but you know, obviously take into consideration everything I just said, you know, like so, something with drama um, romance, preferably, um, I want to get into sci-fi, uh, whatchamacallit, something easy to read, you know, don't, don't give me something that, that I'm gonna, like, throw out the window, right, um, give me something easy to read, um, so yeah, you could always send that to my email in the description, but, um, let's talk about how we're feeling today, how is everyone doing, how is everyone feeling, great, that's cool, Um, I feel all right, not too great, because like I said, um, I took a nap earlier, which felt pretty nice. Um, I like taking naps, it makes my body feel good, and surprisingly, it helps with my acne, but we'll, we'll get into that in a different topic. Um, but I didn't like the nap just because my body was contorted in such a weird way to the extent that my rib started hurting and my rib is still hurting. <laughs> and um I I don't like this feeling. I don't. It feels like someone like 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 hit like like kicked my rib and it hurts. It does. And I'm trying to like massage it, but it makes no sense to massage it cuz the rib is literally a bone. Like how are you massaging a bone? Um but yeah, I have this tendency, and you know what? I I noticed it not only when I'm taking naps, it's also when I'm in the car. I have this weird tendency where like my body is sideways or like diagonal, and like I I don't know if that makes sense. But have you ever laid down right and your the top part of your body from like your waist up is straight? you know, straight, it's facing the wall or, or the TV or whatever it's facing. And then the other half of your body is like turned either all the way to the right or all the way to the left. Um, (laughs) if you have not experienced that, I do that a lot. And I, I did that while I was sleeping. And so, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what made my ribs started hurting. Um, because my body was just like twisted and turned. I literally 
looked like, um, what are those? I, I think it's called a, a churro. Is it like, like those cinnamon sticks that are kind of like twirled? I think that's a churro. Um, but yeah. And then, oh, and then like, I noticed myself doing the same thing in the car, except my bottom part of my body isn't necessarily turned. It's like my whole body is just leaning to the side. You, like, like I'll be sitting in the car and I usually sit in the back seat. Um, and, and like the window will be on my, on my right side, but I'll be leaning towards my left side for some reason. And it's like so weird. Like, I have to, sh- I have to like straighten out myself. It's so fucking weird. And, um, I should stop doing that because who knows what kind of like crazy health shit I'm going to get from it. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it's just fucking crazy. Um, so that's how I feel. Um, yeah, my body just hurts. Um, and I feel awake, but I could go back to sleep if I wanted to, if I really, really wanted to. Um, but yeah, um, I actually wanted to get into, um, talking about my favorite like what I'm obsessed with at the moment um type of thing um because I feel like a lot of people do it and I want to try it so things I'm currently obsessed with um as of right now and don't worry I'll let you guys know the prices I'll put the links in the in the description as well um, so you guys can go for that. Um, number one, Titanic. Yeah. I, okay. I've watched Titanic, like, probably, mm, I want to say 50 times, but I don't think it was 50 times. I want to say a good 10 times. Yeah. Or 10? I mean, probably. I mean, I did, maybe five, I don't know, but I definitely have watched it more than three times, you know, I, I know the whole script from beginning to end, I know what happens, I know what they say, I could probably recite what they say, um, well, maybe not, but, you know, I, I pretty much got the scenes in chronological order down pat, so, um, but I watched it again because I'm very picky when it comes to movies and shows and that's why I rewatch a lot of a lot of shows and movies is because um not a lot of movies capture my attention and if it's not super entertaining in the first 5 minutes then like I'm out like you know like mentally I'm not going to be there with you um so I was like, you know what? I'm craving Titanic. I want to watch Titanic. Um, I want to watch a good, like, old school romance movie or show. And, um, you know, um, 
that's what I'm craving right now. And by the way, have you guys ever craved something that you can't eat? Like, have you ever craved a movie? Have you ever craved, like, I don't know, like, shopping or, like, I don't know. But, like, for me, sometimes I get cravings and they're not even for food. <laughs> they're literally just for, like, inanimate objects. But, you know, whatever. Um, so I watched it, and, uh, uh, of course, I bawled out my eyes, like, that, that's the usual, that's the normal, if you don't bawl out your eyes crying while, while watching Titanic, then you really don't have a heart, to be very honest, um, but I watched it, and I, I just, you know, with with certain characters you just you fall back in love with them like you'll watch the movie you'll be like wow they did such a great performance and and you'll um you know you'll move on watch other movies but then once you come back to it you're really just like wow I can't believe I thought their performance was good like their performance is beyond beautiful magical like you you notice things that you've never noticed before and that's what makes it um even more special about it is that like every time you watch it you learn something new and that's how I felt with Titanic and um it you know it it was weird it was like the littlest things I I understood you know, like the first time you watch a movie, you pay attention to it, but you don't really pay attention to it. You know, like you, you don't catch the little lines or, or, um, the little comments or remarks or the facial expressions. Um, some of those things you catch maybe the second time or the third time you watch it, but it was like, this is probably like my 11th time. Um, watching Titanic but I noticed like for an example when it was seconds before Jack first saw Rose right he was sketching on the deck with um I think his name with with the Italian guy uh uh Fabrizio I I think that's what his name is and then I forgot what the Irish man's name was not Oh, what was that even fucking English? Oh my gosh. Excuse me. The Irish guy's name was, I'm not sure what it was, but I could tell by his accent. He was probably Irish or Scottish. Um, I'm sorry. That was funny. Like what? I was trying to talk and obviously I couldn't, but, um, yeah, so Jack is on the deck with them. He's sketching. He's talking to them. And all you see is somebody from, you know, the upper class bringing their dogs um, to the lower class section. And, you know, the dog just takes a shit right in front of them. And I forgot what exactly they said, but it was something like... Um, something uh something about oh I wonder I wonder why that man brought his dog over here to take a shit 
and one of them said something along the lines of, you know, it's, it's no wonder we all know, you know, like, like reading between the lines type of moment. I'm pretty sure that's not exactly what they said, but from what I remember, that's, that's what I got from it. And you, you notice like, hey, like this actually happened, you know, like it, maybe the love story between, between, uh, Rose and Jack was, was fictional. I'm not sure if it was based on a true story or not. I don't think it was based on a true story, but, um, like from what I've researched online, but it was like, there's so much reality in this. Even, um, even the scene where the, the, the ship was going down and all you see is the, um, the Middle Eastern family trying to read the sign. You know, they couldn't even, they couldn't even read like the map or, or, or the sign or, or whatever it was. They were just speaking in their language and they were looking around helpless and it was just like, wow, like that's, that's real shit that pro that most likely happened, you know? And, and in that moment you realize, wow, like I, I am so privileged and beyond grateful for, for where I'm at because to be, to be in that predicament, a ship is sinking and you can't even read, you know, the sign that says exit, you know, that's scary. That's some real tough shit. You know, there's, you know, there's no way in hell that family was going to get out. I mean, probably, but they probably didn't even know the ship was sinking in the first place because they probably couldn't understand if a person was saying, get out, the ship is sinking, you know, it's, it's so genuine. It's so real, you know, the little things that they incorporated into that movie, it's like, yeah that happened that really fucking happened um but yeah I'm obsessed with Titanic um but specifically the moments between Rose and Jack just because who doesn't love a little bit of romance um so yeah if I'm gonna rewatch Titanic like tonight I'm probably gonna skip the first part and the last part and just watch the good parts in between because that's that's yeah that's where I'm in it for um but yeah that's one of the things I'm obsessed with right now is Titanic um and who doesn't who doesn't love a little you know young Leonardo DiCaprio like come on Leonardo DiCaprio in the 90s like don't don't get me started you know oh and that reminds me I saw this one video of Mark Wahlberg from the 90s and oh my gosh, he sounded like the only douchebag. It's crazy. <laughs> no disrespect, Mark Wahlberg, you're a great actor, but like the video I saw you in, you you sounded kind of like douchey. Um, anyway, um, next up is Over the Door Hanging Organizer. Mm, a little turn we got there. Um, this was about $30 on Amazon and it was 
pretty much worth the $30. It basically, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys will understand what it is. It's an organizer. The one that I have has about like, uh, uh, I don't have my glasses on so I can't see. I think it's like five, five bins and, um, you can hang it over your door or you can hang it on the wall. It has like, um, holes at the top. Um, and it also within those bins, it has pockets on the side. So, you know, I have it, um, behind my door. I put a bunch of my hair products and skincare products because my dresser was overflowing with products and I was just like okay I want this to be like a clean nice space you know I don't want it to be overflowing with all these products because no like no I want it to be clear so I got this organizer and it's working the only thing is that with um my door specifically my door kind of has like windows, like see-through windows. Um, don't ask me how my dad made it. Um, so yeah, I'm not exactly sure how that came along, but it came along. Um, so I have this curtain sort of thing behind my door to kind of not let anyone see. (laughs) Um, the only thing is, that curtain type of thing, the, it's, it's like a roller curtain, you like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's behind my door, and the, the only problem is that I can't really use the over the door hanging organizer over the curtain thing, because the curtain thing is nailed into the door, and so whenever I try to hang the organizer, it pops up like it like it lays on top of the curtain and then it's not fully flat so it's elevated and I can't put as much products as I want because if I do it's all gonna fall down so I'm trying to figure out a way that I can um that I can have both the curtain and the organizer but in a way where I want it to be, if that makes sense. I was thinking of just getting rid of the curtain altogether and just having the organizer because the organizer is fairly big, so it would cover up a good of a good amount. But sometimes I do, you know, like I do change in my room and like you never know, someone could just like see through the corner um, or whatever. So It's a little difficult trying to, you know, figure that out. Um, I'm pretty sure I will figure it out. I don't know how, though, yet, but we'll see. But (laughs) for anyone who wants to make some room in their room, literally just get this um, door-hanging organizer. Um, You could put whatever you need in it. See, I would put my hair products and my skincare products in my bathroom. The only thing is I'm not a big fan of other people using my stuff. Um, And I don't know. I just have a feeling some people would be using my stuff and without my permission. So 
Um, so I like to keep it all in my room. I keep every single thing that I own in my room. Um, but you know, it takes up space. So I want to make more of the space. Um, so yeah, it's a good tactic to, to give yourself some more room. Also shelves help as well. Um, I've really been into the whole, um, over the door thing because it's, it's such a convenient spot, you know, like whoever thought like, okay, Maybe I don't, I don't have enough room for shelves anymore. So, so let me try, let me try just hanging some stuff like outside of the door, like, like over the door. Let me try hanging some stuff. Whoever created that, you're just so fucking smart. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that works. It's only $30. I got it from Amazon. Um, I don't know how much it is with shipping, but I guess you could find that out. Next up is a hair product, actually. Um, Aunt Jackie's Mint and Aloe Curl Cream Pudding. Um, this I got from Target. Um, well, on Amazon, it's about $13. Um, I forgot how much it was from Target, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't much more than that or much less from that. Um it is amazing. Um, I absolutely love it. I'm always, you know, eager to try new products for my hair. Um, just because who could ever get enough of trying products, right? And then the other thing is that certain products do certain things for my hair. So while Camille Rose, the macadamia um, cream um, leave-in stuff. I, I forgot what it's called. Um, that makes my hair stay together and makes my curls, I guess more, I don't know how to say it. It's, it's not more curly. It's more like, it's more like swirly, I guess. I don't know. Like when I use that product, I don't necessarily use the Denman brush too much. I usually just finger coil and it makes my curls like really tight and juicy, kind of like kind of like a like Goldilocks curls. But then with this cream pudding, it makes my hair super curly. So all the little curls are super defined, and they're like they're they're not so connected together. They're more like individual, if that makes sense. So it makes my hair look fuller, um, and I love it. It's not as thick as the Camille Rose but it works just as well it just gives a a different result so I always like seeing those different results and especially with curly hair I feel like you could try so many things and get so many different outcomes um so yeah I love it (laughs) it smells just like how it's called aloe and mint I don't smell the aloe I don't really think you can smell aloe, but I definitely smell the mint, and that is just amazing. Because another thing with my hair and the hair products that I use in it is sometimes it attracts bees for some odd reason. Um, I hate that so much. It's like whenever I go outside and I have a product that smells like daisies or or vanilla in my hair it's like a bee is just like 
circling my hair like, hmm, what are we going to get today? And I feel like with mint, it'll kind of like, I don't know. I don't think bees necessarily like the smell of mint. So, um, but maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like it'll, um, what's the word? What is the word I'm looking for? Fuck, I can't, I can't remember the word, but it'll probably make them less attracted to my hair smell. Um, but yeah, that, that product is great. Absolutely love. Um, let's figure out the next one. Sorry, I have to keep opening my phone in order to look, but okay. These stretchy tank tops that I got from Charlotte Russe. Let's talk about Charlotte Russe for a second though. Okay, I don't know how long you guys have known about Charlotte Roos, right? But I've known about them ever since I was in high school. That was the store that my best friend and I would go to every single time we was at the mall. Um, We would go have our bestie dates. We would have lunch. We would go shopping. um, And then... And yeah, and that that was really it. We was just young and had very little money, but had um, shopping addictions. Um, so Charlotte Russe was our store. It was the best store. We loved it. Um, and then I think it was like after high school, they closed down for a while. But I went recently and they opened back up. Um, and I even asked the employee, I was like, Hey, whatever happened like years ago, you guys shut down. And she was like, yeah, like another comp, another company bought, um, bought Charlotte Russe. So, so now it's owned by different people. And you can obviously tell though, like for sure. Um, the Charlotte Russe that I remember from high school, it sort of looked like I mean, I guess you could say maybe like a Fashion Nova mixed with H&M mixed with, well, no, not really H&M, more like Forever 21. Um, Yeah, like a Fashion Nova times Forever 21 with a hint of our pastel, right? Is that like a way of describing it? Well, you know, that was that. That was the Charlotte Russe that I remembered. Um, it was very pastel-y and very like pinks and greens and very like lilac, you know, like very like girly, soft colors. But the last time I went, which was recent, it gave me like, um, it gave me the vibe of H&M times rainbow times um I'm trying to think maybe I would say a little bit a little like the very littlest amount of hot topic maybe um and that's because it was a little bit more dark like even like the scenery the lights were dim the colors around were like it was like leather and fox fur and um and like black and and um tans and browns and you know like it was more um 
yeah, it was it was darker. It was more warmth in there. Um, and you could obviously tell, like, the clothes were different. They weren't as flowy or stretchy as Charlotte Russe was once before. Um, but I still loved what they had. I got myself a good pair of leather pants. I got a cardigan. Um, I think I got another top. I even got a cheetah print bucket hat and also like how I just said a straight a stretchy um cami tank top it was oh my gosh I love it I love her I got it in the color lavender and oh my gosh it is the most comfortable thing you could ever put on especially if you're a girl because it holds your boobs like no other I freaking love it. It's one of those tops where it's kind of like ribbed um, and and it's super stretchy. It's super stretchy. It feels so comfortable. You could wear it around the house. You could wear it as part of an outfit to go out in. You could wear it to work out in. It's just perfect. It's so comfortable. Um, it's, it's not, well, the color that I got isn't see-through. Um, and yeah, it feels amazing and it's so flattering it makes it makes my chest look so pretty and so like feminine and stuff like that so I got in the color purple well lavender or lilac whatever you want to call it but I think it's lavender um and I got a skirt that was the same thing it was ribbed it was stretchy um the only thing is it didn't come in a set so the color that the skirt was was a little bit lighter than the top but it was it matched enough to, you know, to wear together. So I got that as a set. And let me tell you, it is just beautiful. It's comfortable. Um, you can do anything in it. And it just, it feels amazing. So definitely going to leave a link in the description for you guys. And it was super cheap. It was only, um, it was only like f- uh, $5, I think. $5 plus tax would probably be more. But when I saw it, it was $5. And it was just amazing and they have different colors too they have it in beige they have it in black brown red yellow uh, I think green blue uh, darker purple it's just yum love it I I live for comfortable stuff like that I feel like the more comfortable it is the more sexy I feel which is like so weird because you would think comfortable clothing makes you look you know kind of like ratty and like like boyish but I don't know for me it's the opposite like I feel like weirdly oddly enough a pair of sweatpants with a tank top oh my gosh and like a messy bun I feel like that like that's sexy to me I feel like yeah I feel like that's sexy and in my own weird way but everyone has a different definition of what sexy is for me that's sexy um, so yeah, you should, you guys should get that. The next thing on my list is, um, brow pomade from Candid Beauty. So this brand contacted me, um, a couple months ago, which is Candid Beauty. And we did a collaboration together. Um, they sent me a product of theirs. It's called the Power Brow. And it basically is, um... 
I guess, I, yeah, I guess it's really just a brow pomade. You just, you, um, you twist the little nozzle thing and it comes out looking like lipstick, but it's really for your brows. You apply it to your brows. Sometimes I add like a little bit of water just to make it, um, just to make it glide easier. And it's supposed to laminate your brows. It's supposed to make your brows look laminated. So if you want to do that foxy brow look, you can do that. It comes with a brush. You could like brush your brow hairs up and then put the power brow on and it makes it stay in place. I mainly use it just to accentuate the the shape of my brows. At first, that's what I started using it for. But then I started realizing that it was helping my brows grow. And that was because it actually has like castor oil and um, vitamin E and that really helps your um, makes hair grow in general so I mainly use it to help my brows grow I put it on every morning and every night um, but yeah it works I love it um, not only will it define your brows but it also will help your brows grow at least it does for me um, it's 30 bucks though um, I don't know if you guys want to go ahead and go for that but the link is in the description as well freaking love it I use it every single day every single day and it's small it's like a travel size type of thing and it can last you for so long okay next up pink hair when I tell you when I when I did the temporary pink hair in the summer I fucking fell in love hold on let me get a sip of my water because my throat is getting dry Okay. Yeah, so I fell in love with pink hair. I absolutely adored my hair. It was just perfect. It was like, it was long, it was pink, and I straightened it as well. And even when it was curly and pink, it was still like so beautiful. But I was just like, wow, like, this is so pretty. It went with my complexion. I just, oh my gosh, I literally looked like a fairy. Literally looked like a fairy. And I've been, I've like, I've been longing for that pink hair back. Um, the thing is, I wanted to try different colors on my hair. Um, I went blonde like a while ago. So I wanted to enjoy the blonde and then I wanted to do like the temporary hair dye thing um, just because I've always wanted to do it. I've always wanted to do blue in my hair, pink, purple, and all these cute colors. And I never got to do it before because my hair was dark. And if I wanted to do that, I would need to get a hair wax. And it was just, it was just too much work. You know, the hair wax would get everywhere and it was just annoying so I got the L'Oreal Colorista. Um, I'm still not too sure which pink dye I did. I don't know if I did the super light pastel or if I did the one that's like a shade darker than that. But um, I'll put a link in the description and you guys can, you know, figure out which one you like. Um, but, oh man, I freaking loved my pink hair I loved it it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful and then and then I 
once the pink started fading, it started looking a little weird. Like, it started looking... I don't know how to explain it. It was like some parts of my hair were a little bit orange, but some parts were like, were like if silver and pink had a baby. That's what it looked like. It was super weird, super duper weird, but it's not like I didn't like it either. It was, it was still cute. Like it, you know, when, when the sun goes down and sometimes you see pink and orange and all these different colors in the sky, that, that was basically my hair transition. Um, but I still loved it. Like the pink was beautiful and it stayed in for the right amount of time. It didn't take long for it to come out, which I loved because I don't like committing to a hair color. Um, unless if I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, but I'm sad now because I did, I did lavender on my hair, but I didn't use Colorista. I used Adore and I used the pastel. Yeah. I used the lilac, the pa- I'm not sure if it was lavender or lilac. I still get confused with those colors, but I used one of those and it said that it's temporary. It washes out, um, over time and it has washed out. The only thing is now I'm left with this gray in my hair. Some parts of my hair look silver and some parts of my hair look brownish. Um, like like kind of like a mushroom gray brown in between like an ash brown. Um, and I'm not necessarily mad at it. Like it, it still looks pretty good, but... I miss my blonde hair now. I'm just like, okay, you can wash out now. You don't have to stay here. Like You can go. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I kind of, I don't know. I feel like I should have used Colorista because that's what, that's what I was used to and that's what worked for me. The only thing is Colorista had purple. They didn't have pastel purple. Um... And I didn't want to do my hair purple and then, you know, and then it it gets like, it gets all dark because I still wanted it to have that brightness to it. Um, but whatever, it's fine. I just want to do my hair pink again, but I feel like I'm doing too much to my hair. I should leave it alone. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Um, but yeah. Um, I even did a video on me dyeing my hair pink and, um, the result was just extraordinary. Um, okay, next one. Tattoos. Ooh, I have been on a tattoo crave lately and I've always wanted a tattoo, but after seeing this certain video on TikTok, on a person getting a tattoo specifically in slow motion and up close it was kind of scary and so I was like uh I don't know if I want that you know um because if you don't know what a tattoo is I'm well I would hope you know but basically the process you know it's a 
tattoo artist they get a needle they put ink on it and the the needle is basically just like jabbing your skin like thousands of times just to get a design on and um and you know after watching that video I was like is it really worth it like you know I'm probably gonna get something stupid like something small and like I'll probably won't like in a few years but I was also like, you know what, like, so what, you know, so what, I guess something stupid, at least, you know, at least I like it, you know, um, but I think what helped me, like, get a little bit more on board with the whole tattoo thing is just getting something super duper small in a place where no one would see it, um, because, you know, I'm not the type of girl that would put, like, a big-ass heart on her shoulder, you know? Like, I'm not that girl. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, yeah, I don't think I would put a tattoo on my arm or, like, my legs or anything like that. It has to be in a super, like, super small, like, almost like a hiding spot, like, like something super duper small underneath my ankle or like or um uh behind my neck or maybe behind my ear or um in between my fingers you know like 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 stuff like that and um the tattoos I really like are the ones that Hailey Bieber has on her on her hands I mean well I think it's on one hand but I'm not too sure um but that tattoo or those tattoos, they are so pretty, and they're, like, they're so skinny, and, like, almost, like, faded looking, and they're, like, fine art, they're, like, almost, like, pencil drawings, but they're, like, so, they're so neat, and they don't even look faded or anything, that, that's the thing that I don't like, and by faded, I mean, like, like, the ink starts to get it starts to like look like it's expanding and the color is fading away, if that makes sense. Um, I really don't like it when people get a tattoo and over time it starts expanding and it's not as detailed as it was before. I don't like that. I like it when you when people get those tattoos that are very skinny and very like tiny, like even, like, the tattoo that Kylie Jenner has on her thigh of that, like, little red heart. It's so tiny, but it's so cute, you know? Like, like you could get away with saying that you don't have a tattoo, even if you have a tattoo like that, you know? But I've been thinking about, um, like, uh, whatchamacallit, like, stars and the moon and, like, certain um symbols that I've been seeing on Pinterest if anything I'll put a link to my tattoo Pinterest board so maybe you guys can get some inspiration but yeah um my sister well that was it you guys thank you so much for listening to my podcast um I'm thinking about having some future guests on either next episode or the episode after that or maybe even my 10th episode I don't know. But stay tuned. Thank you again for listening. Um, Also, make sure to look at the links I left in the description below or above. Um, 
with uh, depending on whichever streaming device you're listening to listening on and um follow me on instagram at eva.lyzzee and same for tiktok um so yeah that's about it i'll see you guys in the next one bye